Podcast. The podcast bringing artists closer to you. It's Back to the Arena, the interviews. Welcome to Back to the Arena, the interviews with me, DC. Of course, the show that we air on the radio is called Back to the Arena. It is a two-hour syndicated radio show, which has been on the air for over six years now. And what we do on this podcast is I take out one of the interviews from that show and put them into the podcast for you to stream uh, wherever it is you listen to great podcasts. And today on the show, I am going to be talking with the Australian singer Cassidy Paris. Uh, She is making a lot of noise in the melodic rock scene, and her album New Sensation is, is the reason for that. And we will have conversation with Cassidy Paris when I return. Stick around. Another great episode of Back to the Arena. The interviews is on the way. Conversation, rock, and more. It's Back to the Arena. The interviews. We had the Australian singer Cassidy Paris on the show back in 2021. And since then, she has taken the rock and roll world by storm. And guess what? She's back on the show today. Cassidy, welcome again to Back to the Arena. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And welcome to you too, Tom. Yeah, cheers. Thanks so much for having us. (laughs) So it's been a crazy couple of years for you. Uh, Talk about what you've done since we've last chatted. Everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been um, it's been a real whirlwind, and um, we're really, really grateful. Like we've been able to tour twice in the UK since um, I last spoke to you. Um, we've released a debut album called New Sensation um, on Frontiers, which is super exciting, especially for like um, people that are as young as us. We're we're really happy that Frontiers have jumped on board and been so supportive. So it's been great and the fans have been incredible as well so we've had a really good time touring and everything yeah i'm not surprised that frontier uh, grabbed you up i mean it's wise move on their part thank you thank you yeah no it's been it's been great um frontiers the whole team's been fantastic and um we look forward to, to doing some stuff with them in the future which is great yeah so we talked last time about you meeting Paul Lane uh, at, from Danger Danger and the Defiance, whose last album was amazing, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, talk about how he helped you uh, back then, and is he still contributing in any way now? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think um, the the situation with Paul Lane and I is that we're like very, very good friends, and um, my dad uh, toured with his um, solo act, Paul Lane, when he came to Australia for the first time. So that's how um, we kind of made the connection. And then um, I kind of sat Paul down and told him that I was really serious with this music thing. And I said to him, do you think you could? Um, we could write together and you could kind of take me on and mentor me? And he took me under his wing. So I'm, I'm very grateful to Paul because I've learned so much, not only in a songwriting and musician perspective, but like um, just on a personal level as well. He's got so much um to share with me as like a musician and being such a heavyweight in the industry as well. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance of, of you guys doing a song together by any chance? You'd have to, you'd have to ask him this. I'd love to do a song (laughs) together, but um, he, he's a very busy man as well, Mr. Paul. Yeah. um, yeah. No, I I think definitely in the future, we've, we've also done a lot of um, like a couple of live things together when we've been in the in the same continent <laughs> um so when he's yeah. in australia or um we i've been in the u.s we've done songs together like i remember i played at a festival in um the u.s in chicago and um he got me on stage for uh, my debut song so 
um, that was pretty cool. And then um, he played like an acoustic show here in Melbourne, um, my hometown, and I jumped on for one of his songs, um, one of his solo act songs from um, the Dark Horse album. I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, yeah, I have a couple of them, but yeah, he's had a couple, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he is he is a great guy. We had him on the show when the Defiance album came out. Yes. Uh, right. So I, I totally agree with you there. Um, and then talk about that Alessandro Del Vecchio guy who everybody loves. Uh, talk about meeting or talking with him for the first time. Yeah, well, you know what's funny? I actually have never met Alessandro in person. So I'm still chasing yeah. him up to this day. But we were supposed to meet um, last year when we played um, on the same bill at Winterstorm in the UK. But um, I think life had other plans plans for him so um he had to jet off somewhere really quickly and um yeah but I've, I've met Alessandro many times over Skype and he's been fantastic and played such a key role and pivotal role in the whole um album making so I'm, I'm very grateful to him and I'll always um be supportive of him and his career as well he's doing fantastic things for the industry yeah we've had him on this show like four or five times he's always willing to do interviews so he's he's a great guy too uh, so it's, he's the kindest person ever he's such a nice guy yeah yeah for sure uh we can't not mention the other guys on your album especially that guy sitting uh, to the left of you uh, talk about your band members uh that put the album together with you yeah well i mean they haven't played on my yeah, album best of yet yeah. but um they i kind of everything kind of came to to be after kind of right before the tour yeah we had the discussion about it. i don't know if yeah, you want to yeah. kind of talk about it a little bit tom yeah it was sort of um Obviously, I'm playing. I'll be playing guitar in the band, and my brother Alex he plays drums in the band, and it all sort of came about a couple of months before the tour and stuff. So we sort of put everything together and learned everything from the UK via uh, internet calling and stuff. So um, obviously, by which time the album was already recorded and done and dusted and stuff. But it's um, it's great fun to play all the songs and stuff. They're great tunes and. Um, yeah, they seem to be like received really well by the audiences and stuff. So yeah, we'll we'll be um, working on some new stuff. Well, as we are at the moment. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I'm sure that'll be coming at some point. Yeah, sure. all right, very cool. Well, yeah. how, how did you originally meet, or how did you meet his brother? Like, how did you guys get this band together? If they're over there in the UK and you're down in Australia. Yeah, we can't. We constantly talk about how yeah. like it's kind of just crazy that we're on opposite ends of the world and now we're in the same band in the same room, like you know, yeah, a couple of times nice. a, a week. Um, but yeah, we uh we met um basically Tom's band, um Tom and Alex's band, Madhaven. Um, they supported us in on the first UK tour that we did, and we met via that. We we're playing a couple of the same festivals as well, um, which was great. And then it was just kind of like an instant connection and. You know, when that kind of happens, it's something that as a musician, it's hard to pass up on. So, you know, you have to really value that. And I think we became very good friends very quickly. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Uh, it's worked out well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about music. Uh, you put Danger on the new album, which came from your EP. Uh, is that the song that got you noticed by Frontiers? Yeah, it actually is. It's it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, so I, uh, when I did release Danger, um, when I wrote Danger, firstly, I kind of had like a feeling that people that that it was going to be received um, well because it it kind of Vixen Vixen esque sounding and um, it sounds very eighties influenced, of course. So and my um, well, our crowd at the moment is very much that sort of crowd. So I think that 
um, it was kind of awesome that it was received so well um, on an independent level. And then um, when I sent it to Frontiers, they were like, yep, we like this sound and um, we really want to do something with you. Um, and I reached out to them, of course, and, and they were really cool about it. And Frontiers, like for, for me, Frontiers have been um, such a breath of fresh air because you speak, like a lot of artists speak about record labels um kind of you know telling you exactly what to do and frontiers gave me so much um choice in what i wanted to do with the album um which was fantastic like i got to um name the album i got to um you know the, all the title tracks and stuff like that i got to name everything um a bunch of things that you know as an artist is is really respected when a record label allows you to kind of go with what your gut's saying for um your music and um they've just been so uh they've allowed me to do so much with the album. So that's great. Yeah. Now, of course, Alessandro Del Vecchio, he's the guru over at Frontiers. H have you got to personally meet Serafino yet? I haven't got to personally meet Serafino <laughs> yet. No, but we've had many conversations on email. So he, he's probably okay. sick of Cassidy Paris coming up in his emails, but you know, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I look forward to meeting all of them when we get over to Italy and, um, I've, I've actually met the UK sector of Frontiers when we're over in the UK playing some shows, um, well, Tom and I and my father, Steve, he, um, we all met uh, the UK sector and that was really fun. We did a bit of a content day, so there's a lot coming, um, everyone's way with like music and stuff. They're, they're working really hard and we're working really hard. It's, you know, at, at the moment it's a match made in heaven. Yeah. Well, then you guys release the power ballad that we've been playing, Here I Am. Uh, talk about that song and why you went with that one for the video. Yeah, well, I think for Here I Am, it's just got such a strong message. And um, that that song is, is one of the only ones that is written by um, someone else on the record. And um, it's written by the... the um, a person that wrote for Avril Lavigne. So um, that was really important for me and a very exciting moment for me because I'm such a huge Avril Lavigne fan. Um, and here I am instantly when I listened to it for the first time, I was like, this needs to be on the record because it's such um, a powerful song and I feel like I could do a lot with it and it's been so well received. So we're really happy to have put the video out for that one. And, um, and I feel like a lot of people are really liking that track, so. Say that you love me Don't hold your breath Cause there's no time To try to convince me That you're right For all this time I've thought that I believe In you For all the times You said you never leave
That was Here I Am. What a great power ballad from Cassidy Paris. And we will have more conversation with her and guitarist Tom Rogowski when we return. Stick around. More back to the arena. The interviews is coming up. Subscribe to our podcast. Search for Back to the Arena, the interviews podcast. We are back talking with Cassidy Paris and her guitarist Tom Rogowski here on this episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews. And Cassidy, I want to ask about a couple of my favorites on New Sensation. And I got to start with Rock and Roll Hearts. So can you tell me about that? Rock and Roll Hearts is one I wrote by myself. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Like um, for me, um, Rock and Roll Hearts is just kind of a bit about like how I was brought up as um, a young person as well. Like um, obviously my dad's been in the scene for a very long time and um, he kind of raised me on that like classic rock sound. And um, that was a really important song for me to put on the album because one, um, I had written it purely by myself and it's Rock and Roll Hearts and um, Searching for a Hero. It's just a Cassidy Paris write, which was um, so awesome as like a young person um, in the music scene as well for like for Frontiers to say, give me the go ahead to put that on the album um, was very exciting and like a big milestone for me. But yeah, I think a lot of people are liking that one and it makes me really happy. How long ago did you write that song? Um, Rock and Roll Hearts is one of the, actually one of the last, um, last written songs on the album. So I probably wrote it oh, okay. maybe mid 2023. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I thought maybe you wrote it when you were like maybe 13 or like something. early 2023, actually. <laughs> I, my, my sense of time is not very good. My sense of geography and time. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one thing a lot of well, people say about me. Well, I, I don't obviously know the songs on the album, so we're, we're, we're in the same boat. Hmm. Um, one song that I do know is on the album and that I thought was going to be a slow song, but then really rocked was Song for the Broken Hearted. Tell me about that one. Yeah, well, Song for the Broken Heart was written um, a while back. And the thing I like about this album as well is that um, a lot, some, some of the songs are reimagined as well. So, um, like, Song for the Broken Hearted was one of my, um, my single releases. And then um, I, I really felt strongly about putting it on the album because it was so well received by the crowd. And um, a lot of people loved the video and things like that. So I was like, I need to have this on the album, but I want to do something different with it. Um, and we, we, we went ahead and did that. And Alessandro was so great in like um, my thoughts and stuff of where it needs to go and stuff. We did change a couple of things up um, and yeah, people are liking it. So I, I've seen a lot of people write that that's one of their favorite songs in the album, which is um, fantastic. Yeah. No, Tom, I want to get you involved in this conversation what song do you enjoy performing most while you're on stage? Ooh. Choose carefully. Ooh. That's a good <laughs> question. I, I think one of my top ones at the moment is um, either Here I Am or Walking on Fire. Um, just the, especially with Here I Am, like the harmonies and stuff we can do live, it's yeah. it's really satisfying to sort of get them get them going live. And it's, it's a sort of a good song that it's not like um, full throttle it's sort of like it takes it back a bit and gives people a bit of breathing space and then we we hit them with the next song which i think i can't remember what we've been playing after that as of late but yeah it, it works super well um and yeah walking on fire that's one of my favorite tunes at the moment um okay it's just really hard hitting that i like it yeah 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 now, um, do you get involved in the in the singing uh, are you one of the singers in the band or are yeah you the I, do, I do a majority of the backing vocals and stuff 
So that's uh, it's so good when you've got um, when you can be able to pick out harmonies and get them done live and stuff. It's really satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really good. And like um, from from my perspective as well, um, having such a good singer as well in the band is is really important. It was one of the things that Tom and I really were like happy about um, on tour is that everything kind of sounded so full and together. And um, you know, like me, myself, and the boys, and my dad and Dave, we only had one rehearsal prior, like one rehearsal together wow. as a band. Um, we had one day of rehearsals um, before we went on tour. Yeah, and like you know, it can either it can go either way sometimes and obviously you rehearse by yourself but like then when you put it all together it's like everything just gelled yeah it was it was it was a good moment because obviously these guys have been rehearsing with a click track and you know headphones and stuff and we'd been in the uk rehearsing along with um some sort of they'd run through at home and sent us those demos and then we were playing along to that and then it just sort of yeah when we played for the first time it was great to actually all play it together like properly not on a computer or yeah exactly exactly so, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. so so when are you guys are gonna come rock those songs and sing those harmonies over here in the states well that's something that we're currently having discussions about um which is very exciting we like we can't wait to be back to the states i mean myself and my dad steve yeah, can't I've wait and he's so never been so um what part of the states are you from Oh, I'm in Indianapolis, so and you don't want to come now because it's like it's like a blizzard. It's you know you're in short sleeves. I'm in a jacket. It's like 20 degrees outside and snowing, and yeah. So you you want to come in the summertime? Yeah. Well, we've been to Indianapolis. We've got some friends that used to live there, um, in, in Indianapolis, oh. and um, we we loved it. We thought it was such a nice area. Um, and my dad, I think it's one of my my dad's favorite places in the states, actually. Um, yeah, I, I remember like Chuck E. Cheese is a huge thing in Indianapolis, right? <laughs> yeah, it's still there. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember going to that place as a kid. So um, I might have to go back. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd love to meet you, and I'd love to meet your dad. I've talked with him before too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Absolutely. We can say that. So, besides your music, uh, you're also involved uh, with the organization Metalheads Against Bullying. Uh, talk about your passion for that. Yeah, well, I mean, Metalheads Against Bullying, they've always been really, really great to me. Um, they, uh, I reached out to them when I kind of, after my high school experience with bullying, and I said, I, I really want to share this in the right way online. And um, I, I spoke to the to the founder, Leaf, and he was really fantastic um, about that. And we had a discussion about how we were going to do this. And he sent me some things over and stuff, um, some products, like some T-shirts and stuff. And um, we kind of went about it in that way. And I think it was a really important thing for me to share because um, like obviously my song stand is written about my experiences with bullying in high school. And um, it really just helped me overcome um, that stage of my life. And it, it helps a lot of other people as well. I've had a lot of um, people personally write me messages and things like that, that it's really helped them um, get through and overcome, like overcome some obstacles in their life, whether that be bullying or something else that's really difficult. Um and yeah, you know, if I can help one person, um, that's a win for me. So that's kind of my mentality about it all. Okay. Have you, by any chance, have you had anybody from high school that maybe took part in that bullying, like reach out to you in any way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely have. Oh. It's funny. I thought you. I thought you might ask that question. A lot of people do ask me that question. It's funny to see who does the three sixty. Like, um, they they do the well, three, 360, 180. There you go. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They do the complete turnaround is what I'm going to say, actually. Um, and it's so funny because a lot of the people that 
were like hassling me in high school were actually into music. They were just into a different genre at the time. And they're the ones that write me like messages and um, I mean, you could call it slide into your DMs and um, say, oh, like, look, where we're doing this right now with our band, can you take a listen and stuff? And it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm very much so like give people a second chance and there's always like um, a second chance for everyone. People can redeem themselves, but it's also like a hard pill to swallow when, you know, you walk into a classroom and everyone's laughing at you because, of, you know, you've just released your debut single. So um, I think that's something you kind of never re- fully recover from but you can grow from so and i'm sure when they send you some music there's got to be some that you're just like this is horrible (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean no comment i say i say nothing but um no no, you know like and there are some people that i've kind of made peace with i guess in in regards to high school but um for me like i just found that after for that long and neither is Tom um I just found that you know I really found my place in um in the music scene and um everyone high school is kind of a bit of a war zone in in a way for me um it kind of feels like a prison because you get to see these people every single day and um especially for for me I I kind of usually you would take solace in like you know the the teachers and stuff like that right so you would think that they're kind of you know your guardians in high school but for me the the teachers weren't understanding at all um and every time I tried to talk to them they were like I don't think that would happen and I'm like well it's happening you know like um and that's that's the hard thing as a kid um well a student as well like you know it's it's difficult when people aren't believing your your side of the story and you know there's hard evidence and people don't want to actually see the hard evidence for what it is um and you know i had people like there was management putting out posters and stuff i had people tearing those up i had people um mocking me and insulting me online i had people throw me into group chats and like just attack me so like it's not a an easy thing to kind of digest after you've been through all that i'm i'm old they didn't have group chats when i was in high school <laughs> well, you know what? It would be a lot easier um, for for young people if you know social media didn't yeah. exist. And I sound like yeah. you know the I love social media as well because it allows people to you know um, well allowed us to speak over social yeah. media and stuff like that. That's a great thing. Um, and I met the boys, and um, I met I've met so many other people online and stuff. But like social media can be so harmful as well because of the keyboard warriors. I guess yeah, for sure. So when not doing music, uh, which you always seem to be, uh, what is a normal day like for Cassidy Paris? Not doing music. It's, it's not a normal day. <laughs> but um, I, I, I love going to the gym. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and just like, hanging out with my friends and stuff. And, you know, like the, the band really feels like my family at the moment as well. And I know like Tom feels like that as well. So, yeah. um, I mean, it's got to be like these guys have moved over from the other side of the world and now they're in the band and stuff. So it's a bit of like change for you guys. I oh guess. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's great. Like every, everyone kind of feels like they, they play their own little role in yeah. our band family and we're very close with this wicked smile boys as well. Obviously we're like very much separate bands, but um, we're just, I'm always going to be, um, very close with those boys, and I think the same for you guys oh, yeah, too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you love Kiss. Uh, have you met any of the guys from Kiss? 
No, I have never. Um, my dad oh. actually um, has, and I um, I envy him very much for that. But I, I've never <laughs> met. Um, uh, there's actually some little. I can't really speak about it yet because it hasn't come out. But um, there is some little connection to Kiss on what we're doing next. Um, okay. But I can't speak about it. There's just, that's just a little hint. <laughs> that's that's just not right. That's just not fair. I know, I know, I know. And it's not like a direct connection, but it's kind of like a. I can't. I can't really like. Okay. All right. I don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> so, I will be so, saying. Or else I'll be saying too much. <laughs> so tell me then, if you haven't met anybody from Kids, who have you met that there's been like a whoa moment? Like who have you been starstruck by? Well. Um, I, I spoke about this online the other day and it's a very different genre, but I've met Taylor Swift before and, um, and she, uh, she's like a huge inspiration on me as well. Um, and I'm very much in the rock scene. I love classic rock. I love metal, but, um, I really, really like Taylor Swift as well. And I remember my dad took me to my first, one of my first concerts was Taylor Swift. And then I met her on the following tour. Um, she picks like 13 groups of people outside of the, the crowd. And um, me, my mom and my friend and her mom were picked from the crowd and we got to meet her and like speak to her for like 10 minutes and have pizza with her, which was pretty cool. Um, and, you know, like as, as a young kid as well, that was loving music and wanting to get into it. It was really like fantastic to have someone like of that status kind of say, keep going with it and um, speak to her. And she gave me her guitar pick she played with that night and stuff. So it was, it was kind of a, a cool moment for me, but if, starstruck, if you want to talk proper starstruck, the, the guys from heat Sweden, I don't know if you're, you're aware yeah, of them. Yeah. I constantly oh, yeah. get starstruck by them. Yeah. They're like my favorite band ever. And the, the singer Kenny, like, or the drummer Crash, they're just like my ultimate, like, young crushes. I just obsessed with them. So don't tell them I said that they're going to find that very weird now. I've said that <laughs> before, you know, um, I, I kind of grew up with them, um, listening to them and Eric Grumwell from um, Skid Row, who I've met as well before. And they were like my, you know, the the people the the people on the wall the poster poster guys on the wall yeah <laughs> yeah and and what about you Tom who who have you met uh, that you've been starstruck by besides Ooh, Cassidy mm. um I'm a big I'm a big sort of airborne fan so I've met all the guys from airborne a couple of times so that was pretty cool um we went to see their first show that was in the UK the first one after all the COVID thing um so that was pretty special they called it a pub show. The tiny show sold out in like an hour or two, and that was still like eight hundred people. But it, it was like it was quite surreal. They were on such a small stage, and they didn't take any less marshals and stuff. It was just absolutely rammed full of gear, and yeah, it was cool to meet them afterwards and just chat to them. You know, they all, you know, most most people at playing bands are all just sort of normal people and yeah. nice, nice people. And, yeah, you know. So it's, yeah, it's great. I I love those guys. There, don't know if you've seen them live before, but their um, their live gig is awesome. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I we play them on the show here, but I've never met them and I've never seen them play live. So that that would be that oh, does sound. You get a chance, just catch them. Yeah, I'll I'll mention your name. They'll get me backstage. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, what is the plan for twenty twenty four? I mean, I know there's some things you can't tell me about. Um, but what can you let us know? Is there another video coming, more more tour dates, anything that you can let us know? 
Well, there's definitely more tour dates. Um, I, I When I kind of speak about 2024 and even 2025, I just speak about us being on the road as much as possible. So, um, like, we're trying to – a lot of people have contacted us playing in different places overseas, which is fantastic. And um, I know we're going to get to the States and the UK um, sometime soon, which is exciting. And, um, yeah, like it's been a while since we've been to the USA and um, the boys have never been. So they kind of need to be cultured in that way. Yeah, I always fun. say that the USA is literally one of my favourite places in the world. Um, and it's not just because of like, you know, the deep dish pizza in Chicago. There's <laughs> other reasons. You guys have Disneyland and Universal Studios there. Yeah. Um, and I'm a huge, huge Disneyland fan or Disney fan in general. So I've, we've got to get back, especially to LA. Hmm. Okay, Sounds cool. Good. Now, last time you were on the show, you participated in our crazy questions segment where I asked you yeah. some off the wall questions. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to ask you the same questions that I asked Paul Lane when he was on for the Defiance so I can kind of compare okay. compare answers. So I'm going to send you a snippet of this and you'll have a giggle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think life after death is really possible? Yes. We literally spoke we about that yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> okay. We literally right. spoke about this yesterday. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I'm what sure Paul you... said yes as well. Yeah, I mean, it's like, been a while. Like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> I'll have to find his his video snippet and I'll I'll message it to you so you can see his answers. <laughs> yeah, <please do. laughs> what uh, will you tell your past self? What would you go back and tell yourself if you could go back? Um, not to worry so much, but I need to tell my future self that too sometimes. Yeah. So. <laughs> true, what very true. Um, or past self. Just do it. Just do stuff. Just do just it. Do huh? it. Yeah. All right. Oh, very, uh, that's a yeah. nice slogan. What was the last movie you saw inside an actual cinema? Um, the last movie I saw, I literally went to the cinemas the yeah, other the day. Other day. Um, what the uh, hell did I see? Must not have been that good. Okay, so this is <laughs> a funny it? conversation. Yeah. Actually, I asked him to go see Wonka, the movie, you know, the Charlie well, and the Chocolate. Him, and he did not want to see it. No. So um, very upsetting. <laughs> But apparently my mum and dad, um, my dad was like, I really want to go see that. And he went and saw it. <laughs> apparently it's like mostly musical and my dad's not, no no hate to people in musicals because I love it. But my dad like can't tolerate it. So huh. yeah. he was like, oh, it's they're singing and stuff, but I can't tolerate <laughs> that, which is very much double standards because he loves that. He loves music in general. But yeah. the last movie I saw, what oh, my goodness. Uh, Aquaman, Aquaman 2. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's possible. Okay. And I loved it, you know? I, I went home and I said to my brother, I went and saw Aquaman 2, and he laughed in my face because apparently, like, <laughs> it's not supposed to be a very good first movie, but I like them both. And it's not just because Jason Momoa was in it. I actually thoroughly liked it. Okay. All right, very cool. Yeah. Now, next question. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know if I'd call them aliens, but I'd say life on other planets. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We'll be we'll be PC and call them life on other planets. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I reckon uh, I, I reckon there's life on like different life on this planet that's like alien oh, life yeah, too. Totally. Maybe they're masked as human. Maybe I'm a human. I'm, I'm a I'm a alien. Tom, you don't know. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you haven't had as many years on the planet as Pauline has, but what was the best year of your life? 
uh, last year was pretty good. Um, well, I mean, we got to tour and we got to put out an album. Like my debut album came out um, last year was great. I, I'm very, I was, I was very happy um, with how 2023 went down. So I don't know. Yeah, I probably say the same. Last year was great. There's loads happening and loads to look forward to and stuff and getting ready for this tour and everything mm. coming out here. So yeah. Awesome. Hopefully 2024 is the best year. Even better. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, what TV series could you watch uh, over and over again? TV singers? S- series, like TV show. Series, what TV show? Mm, this is really Ooh. difficult for me. You can answer it first. In between us. In between us. Please tell me you've seen it. <laughs> I don't think you've seen yeah. it. Who's in it? Tell me who's in it. Oh. It's um, a very, it's, it's, a, it's an English show. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm oh. gonna but it's hilarious. You need to you need to watch it. Like we, it's very big in Australia, actually. The in betweeners, um, okay. it, it's super funny. You'll just crack up laughing the entire time. Um, who's in it? Um, Simon Bird. Do you know him? Oh, you'll have to look it up. It's there's loads yeah. of yeah. Loads All right. Of well, it gives me something to watch over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it'll give you a right laugh. It's great. They got two movies as well. They did one in Australia, so that's pretty good. Either choose a movie or just do the series. Okay. They're awesome. I so um I think the Vampire Diaries is something I could watch over and over again because I'm obsessed with um like I don't know if you know of the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, yeah. I know um, that one. I, I'm obsessed with um Ian Summerholder, the um he plays Damon in the series. A lot of people hate that I say that because they're like, Stefan is the best one. Anyway, um, I literally paid money to go meet that guy because I'm obsessed with um, Ian Summerholder. So, yeah, big big Ian fan. So, Vampire Diaries. Gotcha. Okay, so last question. Uh, Where's one place that you would like to go that you've never been? I know you talked about America and that, but anywhere in the world specifically, where would you like to go if you could go anywhere? Ooh, that's a good question. That I've never been. Hmm. Japan would be a cool place to go to. Japan's very cool. Um, but you've already been on that Um, Canada. I can't wait. Okay, actually, I've been on the brink. I've been to the Canadian side <laughs> of the um, the what's the big water thing there? <laughs> Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. <laughs> Niagara, <laughs> Niagara Falls. I've been to the Canadian um, like. I've been through, I've been on Canadian um, land, but I really want to go to Vancouver. Um, Paul, if you're listening, take me to Vancouver. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, nah, I think I'll be getting over to Vancouver sometime soon. Then, um, Paul, if you'll have me, I will. I will come to Vancouver. <laughs> okay, very cool. If you do ever spend time in America, I highly recommend if you can take an Alaskan cruise. It's very cool. Okay. Okay, that's that's fantastic. Cool. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. I'll have to I have to look that up. I'm going to look that up right after this interview, actually, because I love okay. traveling. Love traveling. One of the things I love yeah. about this um this job, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to join us here on the show. Um, everybody can follow you on Facebook and Instagram at Cassidy Paris Official. Yeah. Um, can't wait to hear more stuff from you guys, and uh, hopefully see you over here in Indianapolis uh, sometime soon. Thank yeah, you so much. So much. You will. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Here's the song I asked Cassidy about at the beginning of this segment. It's Rock and Roll Hearts. I'm back to the arena, the interview. Since 
That's music from Cassidy Paris off of her album, New Sensation. Thanks to her and guitarist Tom Rakowski for coming on the show and talking about their music. And that will wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. Please subscribe. Please tell a friend. Uh, if you like hair metal and melodic rock, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and ca- catch the show. Catch the radio show. It is on 12 countries that are rocking this show. Uh, find out more information at back to the arena show.com. I will see you next time for the next podcast. See you then. Click subscribe and catch the next episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.